This podcast is part of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Hi folks, I'm Bob Main. Welcome to another episode of today's Survival Show. Helping you do what you can with what you have, wherever you are. This is a practical show. I don't go tinfoil hat on you. I don't believe in that. I just try to keep things rooted in common sense. This episode is another one of those. And I I thank you all for listening. Welcome to all of my listeners, all the new listeners and all the past listeners. Welcome to my international listeners. Uh, Most of you know I am in the United States, but I have a lot of listeners from other countries. And I very much appreciate you doing that. The power of the Internet is wonderful. And, you know, podcasts are like radio on demand. And it's, it's, it's great. I like it, and it's really something that's a lot of fun for me. Every time you guys listen, it gives me the opportunity to do another episode and have fun. And this is all about having fun, right? What good is doing something if you're not having fun at it? Remember that. So, once again, welcome. Well, this week I'm going to talk about survival mindset, And the psychology of survival. It's very important. You can have a lot of tools. You can have a lot of supplies. And you can even have some good knowledge and skills. But you got to have the right kind of mindset. It's so important. I used to teach a lot of this many years ago. And I still use it in my everyday life. The psychology and the mindset of survival. And I'm going to point out some examples. And uh, I'm cruising in the mobile studio. The Today's Survival Show Mobile Studio. I'm headed out to a business appointment, so I'm taking advantage of some windshield time to talk to you. Before getting into the mindset discussion, I got an excellent voicemail from Cal Wilson. And by the way, I have a voicemail box for both of my podcasts for today's Survival Show and for the Handgun World podcast. Uh, That phone number is 210-646-1727. 210-646-1727. So if you want to be on either of my shows, just call that. You can leave up to a three-minute question, comment, um, critique, whatever it is. And uh, most likely, if you do that, you'll be on the air and I'll have a comment about it. So let's listen to something that Cal Wilson has to say. Hey, Bob. Uh, this is Cal Wilson. I wanted to leave a voicemail. <clears throat> I was listening to your last uh, podcast on today's survival, and it got me thinking. Um, one thing I would uh, encourage you to uh, include in your, your financial toolkit, for lack of a better way, is, is something having to do with liability uh, protection or or uh, keeping it in mind anyway. Um, in my book, Dirt Cheap, Valuable Prepping, there was one chapter where I talked about uh, pool shock, you know, keeping some pool shock and possibly using that to clean, uh, cleanse some water someday, make it drinkable, because bleach will wear out real quick. Anyway, in that chapter in my book, I, I was extremely...
extremely uh, careful and, and a little bit paranoid. I, I told the reader, uh, make sure you follow these instructions. This stuff can be very dangerous, that kind of thing. And um, I, what I was worried about is somebody would say, oh, full shock, I'll go buy some. And then they'll injure themselves or their lungs, and, and, uh, and then they'll say, okay, well, I'm going to sue, sue that book author because he told me to use this and didn't give me any precaution. So anyway, uh, it's a good idea to just keep that in mind uh, with, with your business uh, situation. And that reminds me, a few podcasts ago you mentioned uh, moving gasoline around, and I thought that might have been a good time to throw in a uh, disclaimer, you know, to, to be extremely careful around gasoline. Even the vapors catch fire and can uh, start other fires. Uh, just to, Anyway, just my two cents worth. Uh, hey, Cal, thanks again for calling in that voicemail. Good stuff. He's He's talking about some good things there. You know, you listen to this show to get my opinion, and that's what it is. It's my opinion. It doesn't cost you anything to download this show and to listen to it, and you know, when it comes to liability, if if you do something that, if you take to heart something I say and you go with it and you do it, and it doesn't work out for you or you mess it up, it's on you. Um, it's not on me. So thank you, Cal. I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, It is important if you have a business like me, uh, this is a side business for me, by the way, doing these podcasts and doing the training classes that I teach and everything. It is important that you have good liability insurance, and I do. Uh, It's very important that you have that. And speaking of liability insurance, you know, a lot of you who are preppers, like me, you carry guns. And I just want you to know that if you're carrying a gun, you should have some liability protection. It doesn't cost that much. The Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network is an official sponsor of the Self-Defense Radio Network. And, of course, this podcast is part of the Self-Defense Radio Network. And, you know, one of my good friends, Paul Lathrop, had to spend $12,000 just to get his legal defense started, he didn't even use his gun. But because a gun was involved, he got arrested and it cost him $12,500 right off the bat. He asked a great question when I interviewed him on the Handgun World podcast. He asked the question, do you have the ability to write a check right now for $12,500 to get your legal defense started? Huh? Think about that. For only $135 a year, you can become a member of the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network, and they will get you an attorney and get your defense started, and they'll get it going for you, and you won't have to lay out all that money. It's only $135 a year, and the renewals are even discounted after that. Sign up. Use the tracking code PAUL, and you'll be helping out the Self-Defense Radio Network, and you'll be helping out today's survival show. That's Paul. You can sign up at armedcitizensnetwork.org armedcitizensnetwork.org or on on that webpage you can also call them. Just use the tracking code Paul. Tell them that you heard it on the Self-Defense Radio Network. So, you know, Cal talked about a great point and that is liability. This This is a prep. This is a survival 
method. Because remember, survival is not just about when a disaster hits, but it's also doing things to mitigate the effects of a disaster before it hits. And it's a, it's a disaster. If somebody sues you, it's a disaster. So, great point, Cal. And, yeah, I did talk a little bit about rotating gas. Uh, be very careful. Cal mentioned that in his voicemail. And he basically has said what I would say. You have to be extremely careful and you got to use common sense. And it's important to read up on storing and moving gasoline around. Uh, do that. But I, I, I also think that storing gasoline, even small amounts of it, is a wise idea. It's a wise prepping idea. You just got to be real careful with it. Okay, let's talk about mindset. I read a lot of articles. I like to read a lot of articles on the internet. I don't read a whole lot of books, but I do read a whole lot of articles. And there's a blog, survivalistprepper.net. Survivalistprepper.net. And Dale wrote a great article I want to talk about. I have two sources. I'll talk about the two sources of my subject matter today uh, as I get to them. But this is one source. And he makes a great point. I'll link to both of these articles, by the way. He, uh, you'll find those in the show notes. You can find everything in the show notes for every episode. You can find links to the sponsor, Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can find links to all the articles that I talk about as sources and various other things. So go to todayssurvival.com. That's todayssurvival.com. Two S's in that web address, and you'll find them. So he says, you know, we're all preppers because we want to give ourselves the best possible chance when it comes to surviving a disaster. He admits that, you know, the luck of the draw plays some factor in who lives and who dies. But only a little bit, you know. Uh, too many people don't prep because they feel like, oh, well, it's never going to happen to me. And if it, if it happens to me, I'll be able to survive it because that's just the way I am. And to uh, a certain extent, that's true. But if that person that's confident doesn't have supplies and tools and knowledge on how to use them, uh, they're not going to go very far. But they do have to have that confidence. And chance does favor the prepared mind. I'll say that again. Chance favors the prepared mind. So he cites an example. Dale says, well, think about what if four weeks ago there was an EMP that took out half the country and everything's in, in total chaos. And the only reason that you're still around is because you haven't had to leave your home for any other reason other than maybe a couple of minor situations. And those were well planned out. And so you look out your window and you see this old man walking down the street with a cane. And you ask yourself, wait a minute, we've just had a, a major disaster. How, how, did this, how did this old man survive? Okay, you might even think that, that he needs help. Now, luck might have a little bit to do with it, but there's probably more to the guy's story than that. If he's an elderly gentleman, he probably has a lot of years of wisdom. And that's one thing I really respect about elderly people. Most of them have a lot of years of wisdom. You want to learn more about survival and prepping? Interview your grandparents or your great-grandparents if they're still alive. 
interview him. Talk to him. Talk to him about what life was like. Talk to him about how did they get through the hard times. Take good notes or have a recorder. One of my big regrets is that I didn't take good notes or have a recorder when my grandmother was talking about living through the Depression. And uh, she was an immigrant. She, she immigrated to the United States. And it was very, very tough. She didn't have an education. She basically had nothing. But her mindset was awesome. And that's, you know, that's what I'm going to talk about just a little bit later here in this episode. So with all those years comes wisdom. And after all, there is a reason that this guy, this old guy walking around with a cane, is still around after, after a disaster. As a matter of fact, he might even have a sword in that cane. All right? There are cane guns. There are guns that look like a cane. <laughs> so, you know, think about it. Uh, homeless people. In this article, he talks about homeless people. And, and they're an example of mindset. Think about that. These people are in survival mode every day, are they not? Not everyone who's homeless is homeless for the same reasons. You know, I mean, some have drug, drug and alcohol problems. and Some have mental illness. We know that. Even worse, some of them are military veterans that have a mental or physical issue. That really saddens me. You know, military veterans that don't get the care that they need because I mean they served this country come on what's wrong with this country what's wrong with this country not helping people that put their lives on the line for this great country and then we don't help them afterwards what's wrong with this but these homeless people they are in survival mode every day and every hour of every day are they not and they might not have the survival skills that we're all trying to learn, but they do have the ability to adapt to their environment. Okay, They know where the food is. They know where to get it. They know the best ways to talk people into giving them money. You might not like it, but think about it. They're in survival mode. And they learn to do what they have to do and how to talk people into maybe giving them money or giving them food. Okay, they understand the improvised shelter skills. They know how to improvise and create a lot of shelter for themselves, don't they? And I want to say something about this. You know, I was on a forum making some posts about helping people not too long ago, a, a survival and prepping forum. And my belief is this about the homeless. You know, most of you know I'm, I'm a Christian man. I, I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I don't like to push religion on you or politics on this show, but I think it's important to you know for you to know where I'm coming from when I say some of this stuff. My God teaches me to help the poor and the disadvantaged and not to judge them. Okay? Not all of them are drug addicts. Not all of them are alcoholics. Some of the homeless people have a men mental illness and they're not getting the proper treatment. And like I mentioned, some of them are veterans and not getting the proper treatment for their PTSD and so forth. Who am I to judge? It's not me to judge. It's God's job to judge, not mine. So if I can help, I will help. Now, I don't like to just hand out money to homeless people. 
or people that are begging for food. What I've done in the past is I've bought them meals. I remember there was a gentleman, it was close to Christmas time. I was going through my cancer treatments. I was going through chemotherapy at MD Anderson in Houston. And I went to a uh, Luby's, I think it was, for dinner. And there was a man outside, and he was sitting down and you, uh, on the on the sidewalk in front of the Luby's. And obviously, he was a homeless guy, and you know he had a sign that he wanted food. And I I just walked up to him and I asked him, "Are you hungry?" He said, "Well, yeah, I'm hungry." I said, "Great." And I and I paid attention to my surroundings. My surroundings it was well lit. I was armed. And I was going into a public Luby's, so I made a calculation that this would be a relatively safe thing to do. And I said, well, sir, why don't you come into Luby's with me? I'll buy you a meal. And wow, his eyes got big, and he smiled, and he said, really? I said, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not going to hurt you. I reassured him that I wasn't going to hurt him. I said, I'll buy you a meal. So I took him into Luby's, and we stood in line, and he, uh, when we got to the counter... They served him up a bunch of food, and he was a little bit hesitant at first what to take. And I said, look, take whatever you want. Get whatever you want. I'm paying for it. Don't worry. I said, take advantage of this opportunity. Get whatever you want. So he loaded up his plate. And we got to the checkout, and he was very thankful, and I paid for his meal and mine. And he went, and he he sat down at the nearest table, and he just kind of looked at his food. He couldn't believe that uh, somebody had done this for him. And I, it, for me, I, it was, I'm not saying this to brag, folks. I'm, I'm really not saying this to brag, but I'm saying it to make a point. Okay, there is joy in giving. There is a lot of joy in giving. I sat at the table with that guy, and I had a 20-minute conversation with him. And then I wished him a Merry Christmas, and I went on my way. And folks, you know, that giving people, that's the survival mindset, by the way. Because I believe that when you pay it forward like that, that was a great movie, wasn't it? <laughs> what a phenomenal movie. If you've never seen Pay It Forward, you got to see that movie. When you pay it forward like that, it will come back to help you. And I don't say, what I just told you, I don't tell you this story to brag, because we're not supposed to brag about helping people. We're supposed to keep it quiet. But this is a podcast, and I do this to make a point and again, I, you know, this is a public podcast. I choose to make some of my life public, not all of it. And hopefully you get something from it. So back to survival mindset. There are also people where everything seems to always work out for them. How many of you know somebody like that? It's always working out for them. They seem to land the perfect job. Okay, and then you wonder, well, how did they get that job? Or, you know, what did somebody see in that person? Most of the time, not all the time, the people that, that you think everything works out for them is because they have a good mental attitude and a good personality. And, you know, a lot of people might think that of me because I have the ability to communicate. I have the personality that, at least on a podcast, <laughs> people tend to enjoy listening to. But I got my struggles, folks. I, I've, I've really, I got my struggles. A lot of them. Most, some of you know if you've been listening. If you're a new listener, let me update you. I, the good Lord has brought me through stage 4 cancer. I, I, I was diagnosed with stage 4 lymphoma. 
a little over two years ago, two and a half years ago. And I went through some pretty rough treatment. I went through a seven-hour brain surgery to remove a tumor from the base of my brain. And then I went through an autologous stem cell transplant, all at MD Anderson in Houston. Here I am, a couple years cancer-free. My wife struggles every day with ALS. It's terminal. It's a slow progression, but we struggle every day with uh, making things as comfortable as possible for her. So it might think, oh, you might think, well, everything's going great for, uh, for Bob. He's got thousands of listeners every time he turns on his microphone and his recorder. And I do. I got thousands of listeners, and that's a bright spot. And let me tell you, doing both of my podcasts is a real highlight for me. It's really something that, uh, it's, it's the highlight of my week when I get to dictate these shows and then upload them for the world to listen to. But it's not all peaches and cream. Now, some people are able to accept the situation and make the most out of it. And I think that's what I do a pretty good job of. And others are constantly looking for somebody else to blame. Do you know somebody like that? Okay, some people have the charisma and the personality that makes everybody want to be around them and help them. Now, a good indication of how somebody's going to react in a survival situation is how they react right now. If they're constantly looking for help and making excuses now, that's probably what they're going to do when the stink hits the fan. Right? If they're the type of person that takes control and accepts the situation, they might be able to get through it a whole lot easier. And those are the kind of people you want to align yourself with. Contentment is also big. I want to talk about being content. This is something I struggle with. I read a, I read a lesson in the Bible every day in the Apostle Paul. I was just reading in... Um, I believe it was Thessalonians or maybe it was in Galatians Paul was talking about being content. And uh, I can't remember which book in the New Testament it was that I was reading. But the, the Apostle Paul writes about being content. Contentment is actually something you have to learn. And it's a great survival mentality. Because when the, when, it, when, the, when the stink hits the fan and there's a disaster, you're going to be left with far less than what you're used to having. And you're going to have to accept what just happened and be content with it and say, okay, well, this is what happened. I'm content and I'm going to make the best of it. And we will rebuild. We will come back. I have some supplies and knowledge. I've prepared for this day. I am content. Don't panic. Don't freak out. Panicking and freaking out are the worst things that you could possibly do. They are absolutely not part of any survival mindset. And you've got to really guard your mind against that. Survival means a lot more than how well stocked you are or how long you've been prepping. It means also understanding the situation and knowing what the best course of action is going to be. It also means thinking of your supplies 
as tools that are going to help you get through your situation. Not tools vital for the situation. It's just help. The tool that's vital for the situation is your mind. My good friend Ben Branham, who is the host of the Modern Self-Protection Podcast, another one you should listen to. He's also the, Ben's also my uh, co-instructor. He and I together teach firearms training all over the United States, which I'll talk about later. He ends every podcast saying something like, your gun is just a tool, your mind is the weapon. Train it well. And that's the same thing with survival and prepping. Whether you're in the wilderness or you're in a, in a city setting, a key ingredient in any survival situation is the mental attitude and the psychology of survival. Now, you might say, well, Bob, it's not easy keeping a positive mental attitude if the stink hits the fan. For some of you, the stink has already hit the fan. Like me, in my life, the, the stink's hit the fan for me several times already. And yeah, it is hard to keep a positive mental attitude. I will tell you one thing. You are a product of the company you keep. I'll say that again. You're a product of the company that you keep. If you're around positive people, you're going to get more positive. If you're around Joe Neggies, you're going to be a Joe Neggy. I've talked about this before, but I'll say it again because it seems to be popular and people have sent me emails asking me to talk about it. The next time somebody gets in your face and they start talking about all the negativity going on. The next time somebody starts talking about all the terrible things happening to them. Just do something, please. Just very, very gently, just kind of take both of your hands, wide open, both your hands, and, and, and put your hands about six inches from their face. Don't, don't touch them. Just put your hands about six inches from their face and say, Bad seed! Bad seed! <laughs> You'll see a shocked look on their face. I can guarantee it. But you got to stay away from those bad seeds, folks. Stay away from the bad seeds. And it's hard. It's hard. I have been negative. I have been negative. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put my hand in the air right now. Well, this is radio. This is radio. You can't see it, but I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm putting my right hand in the air, and I'm saying, I, Bob Main, have at times been negative. When I was going through some really nasty chemotherapy treatments, I was negative. When the doctor told me that my treatment had about a 45% chance of curing me I got negative and I won't know if I'm cured until I've been five years cancer free it's only been two years please pray for me that it doesn't come back it's easy to get negative when the, when the doctor said to me if you don't go through this surgery and this stem cell transplant you're probably only going to live six months I got negative and you could talk to people you could talk to family members. And by the way, so many of you that listen to my podcast, you all encouraged me through that time. I, I am so eternally grateful. I can't, I can't tell you how grateful I am. So many of you sent me emails. So many of you called me. Those of you that know me personally, you called me. 
Let me let me tell you, every one of you who sent me an encouraging email, it made a huge difference. Thank you. You don't know how much of a difference it made. When you sent me a message on Facebook, an encouragement on Facebook, you have no idea how much of a positive influence you had on me. You and my family members sustained me and you helped me go from being a negative person to a more positive person and God blessed that. And he used those great doctors at MD Anderson, the best cancer center in the world, to get me through it. So thank you. So when panic sets in, when panic sets in in a survival situation, how we react in a crisis and how we handle the stress is going to play a huge role in how the events unfold. And I got more to say about that, but I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Made my stop, made my money, and uh, now I'm actually headed back home. Got a little bit of a drive, so let's uh, conclude the rest of this podcast episode. So there's an acronym that Dale uses in his uh, excellent survival mindset article. And by the way, again, check the show notes if you want to read the entire article. I would suggest that you really do. And it's a great acronym that is for survival mindset, and it, it applies very well. It's real easy to remember. Stop. S-T-O-P. Stop. Sit, think, observe, and plan. Sit, think, observe, and plan. Stop. Sit. Before you do anything, just sit down and collect your thoughts and think about what you have that will help you. See, I think this is uh, very important. Whenever there's any kind of a disaster, whether it happens now, whether it happens after a weather event or an EMP or a terrorist attack or whatever it is that faces you or even just a life situation, sit and think about it first. Just sit down and relax. Uh, I find it pretty good to sit down, take some deep breaths, try to clear my mind, pray, Maybe get out my Bible and read a verse. If you don't do that, maybe get out a positive book or something like that. And read a chapter in a positive book. And do things like that. Just basically take a good pause. And that is going to help tremendously. It helps you clear your thoughts. It helps you get over the uh, the event that just happened. It just helps you get over the negativity that you just went through in the Stink Hit the Fan event. And lets you think clearly. Which brings me to the next letter. T. Think. Think about what supplies that you have. Think about how you have prepared for a situation like this. You've probably thought this through already. And if you haven't thought this through already. uh, Let me suggest that you think through. The different types of disasters that you think could hit you and your family. Those thoughts are going to come back once you sit and start thinking about everything. Think about how you've prepared for the situation in advance. And most importantly, keep a positive attitude and don't let your mind go overboard. This is very key. Don't let your mind go overboard. You know, there's an old saying, things are never as good or as bad as they might seem. 
You ever notice that? I've noticed that in my life. Whenever I sit and just think, I realize, you know what? It, this is probably not going to be as bad as I thought. And if something good is happening, I'm not trying to be pessimistic, just realistic. I often think, okay, things are going good, but it might not be as good as I really think. And then the next, after ST, after S and T, remember the acronym is STOP, O means observe. Look at your surroundings. Decide what poses a threat. What exactly is posing the threat to you and what resources might be, might be available to you to take care of the situation. Observing is also going to give you a much more confident feeling. And confidence, you know, confidence is somewhat manufactured and somewhat natural. Some people have some people are naturally confident. And then others are confident because they have prepared and because they have thought this stuff through. And they do have the skills necessary. And they think in their mind, eh, you know, no big deal. I got this one. I got this one because, you know, for the last seven years I've been preparing for it. And now it's here. So I got this one. But observing is important because you got to look at your surroundings. Things may not have happened like you thought. You know, at my other show, Handgun World Podcast, I talk about defensive scenarios where you may have to use your gun. And I've said it a bunch of times, and most defensive experts will agree, the fight never seems to go the way you think it's going to go. Something unexpected always happens. And if you're not observant, you might miss that, and that could come back to get you. So don't miss the obvious. And if you take some time to observe your surroundings, you'll see the obvious. And then P, plan. Now that you've thought rationally about the situation, it's time to take action. You know, you've conquered the major danger of not allowing panic to cast your fate. And panic will cast your fate. Panicking is the worst thing that you can do. That's why sit and think is so important. Sit and think is so important. As a matter of fact, it's probably a good idea to come up with a time frame. For me, For me, what I've been trying to work on, and again, I, I struggle with this, folks. One of the reasons I do today's survival show is because it helps me learn things just as much as you probably learn from it. This benefits me from doing this as well. And I struggle with sitting and thinking. I'm an impatient person. I don't know about you, but I'm an impatient person. I like to jump on things right away. And sometimes that's to my detriment. Because I didn't sit and think long enough or observe the disaster. So getting back to planning, you know, you've conquered the major danger already of not allowing yourself to panic, stay positive and remind yourself that you do have a plan and that you do have the will to conquer anything else that might confront you because you're probably going to have several reactions to the same disaster. First of all, you're going to have a shock reaction. I don't care how much you've been expecting it to happen, it's still going to be a shock when it happens. Now, if you've been thinking about it and planning for it, your shock stage is probably going to be very short, right? 
shock will wear off quickly. And then you're going to go sit down, you're going to think, and you're going to observe, and you're going to say, okay, guess what? I got a plan. I got a plan. I got this. And you got to remind yourself, and then work that plan. Execute that plan. But while you're executing the plan that you've got to mitigate the disaster, something else might happen that maybe didn't happen initially. You might run into some other kind of an obstacle that didn't that wasn't in your plans. Then you got to start this process all over again. Once you run into another obstacle or another minor disaster, sit, think, observe it, come up with another plan. And you pretty much do that every single time that something happens. So I I hope that you've enjoyed this little mindset discussion. I've got more on this topic. So I'm going to go ahead and set up the next episode next week, which is going to be part two. Some more good information that I have been reading on survival mindset. And I'll be sharing that with you uh, in the next episode. It's got to do with stress. And it's also got to do with fighting or flight, fight or fight. It's also got a little bit more to do with uh, positive attitude. And then I'm going to get into some ideas on mental toughness and how you can stay motivated and develop some mental toughness whenever disaster strikes. But that'll be the next episode, so be watching your feeds. Hey, and by the way, speaking of feeds, if you use iTunes to listen to today's survival show, would you give me a rating? If you haven't done that already, give me an iTunes rating or even better, an iTunes Review. Just go to iTunes where you find this show and uh, you should be able to find a link there in order to be able to post a review. When people are looking for prepping podcasts and uh, and they type in the word survival or prepping, uh, as long as there's some reviews on the show, it's easier for people to find it. So I'd appreciate that. If you like what you hear on my show, Please consider supporting me by making your purchases through my Amazon store. A lot of you do it. I got to say a big thank you. Uh, every month, a lot of you do it, and thank you. You know that's a great way to support my show, and you don't even have to spend any extra money. How cool is that? Whenever you're going to make an Amazon purchase, and the holiday season's coming up, by the way, just go to todayssurvival.com first. Todayssurvival.com and click my Amazon store. Click where on click the page where it says Amazon store. Follow that link first whenever you go to Amazon. Because I'm an Amazon affiliate and that would help a great deal. Since this show is part of the Self Defense Radio Network, you get another benefit. If you want to take a handgun training class from Ben Branham at Modern Self Protection and myself, all you gotta do is go to selfdefenseradio.net. That's self defense radio. .net and click the listener discount page and you get a discount on the class. The password is SDRN, all lowercase. SDRN, all lowercase. If you forget that password, just check the show notes for this episode and it'll be in the show notes. You get a discount on our class and you get a discount on our Shooters Club video membership. Uh, videos are a great way to reinforce what you learn in training class and even if you haven't been to a training class videos are a great way you know we've talked about mindset 
on this episode. Videos are a great way to prepare your mind for the mindset of defending yourself as well. So you can become a Shooters Club member and get a discount at selfdefenseradio.net. Click the listener discount page and SDRN, all lowercase, will qualify you for the discounts. And you'll see it all right there. Uh, if you have any questions or anything, my email is bob at handgunworld.com. Bob at handgunworld.com. I do have a Today's Survival Show Facebook page. Go like my Facebook page, if you would, please. And you can also find me at Modern Survival on Twitter. Modern Survival on Twitter. Folks, thanks. Please be watching your podcast feeds next week, probably a week from when this podcast releases. Uh, part two of Survival Mindset. I'm Bob Main. It's my goal to help you do what you can with what you have, wherever you are. Talk to you next time. Goodbye.